Hello there and welcome to the Andrew Staples Show. I'm your host, Andrew Staples. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast. It means the world to me. Uh, As you can tell by the title, I am back to talking NASCAR. And if you've been an original listener of mine, you know that I did this uh, weekly sometimes last year, and if not weekly, monthly. Um, But I decided just because there weren't... There weren't a lot of listeners uh, to the NASCAR episodes. I decided not to do them uh, by themselves. So I did the Daytona like preview and recap or season preview and recap. And I've mentioned it, you know, in, in passing in different episodes, like shooting the bull episodes. But I didn't do. I, I haven't done any uh, full blown NASCAR episodes in a while. And as we approach the playoffs. We have one race to go. I thought it'd be a good time to do a kind of a, a season recap, uh, a prediction for Daytona this weekend, and a prediction for the final 10 races. So that's what we're going to do. And we'll talk a little bit of silly season. Not going to dive into a lot of what's gone on so far this year. Um, well, I'll talk about the, some of the winners and things like that, but this is kind of it's a, a quick recap and more of a what's next. All right, so... I am going to go through and talk about all the races real quick. The winners. Denny Hamlin won the Daytona 500. Joey Logano won at Las Vegas. Alex Bowman won at California. Joey Logano won at Phoenix. Then we get shut down for a while. Then we come back at Darlington. Kevin Harvick wins. Then Denny Hamlin gets the win. Then uh, Brad Keselowski wins the Coke 600. Chase Elliott wins the next race at Charlotte. Then Brad was on a roll, comes back and wins at Bristol. Kevin Harvick wins at Atlanta. Martin Truex Jr., I think it was on a Wednesday, uh, if I remember, or Thursday, uh, went to Victory Lane at Martinsville. Denny Hamlin back in Victory Lane at Homestead. Uh, Ryan Blaney went to Victory Lane at Talladega, which was a wild race. Kevin Harvick won at the first race at Pocono. Danny Hamlin followed up the next day with a win at Pocono. Uh, the next week, Kevin Harvick won in Indianapolis. Then the first of two shocks and a first of two uh, playoff um, shakeups we had was Cole Custer getting his first career win at Kentucky. The next week, Austin Dillon getting win number three for, in his career uh, at Texas. So both of them locked themselves in the playoffs. Then we get back to Denny Hamlin winning. He won at Kansas. And then Brad Keselowski wins at Loudoun. Uh, Kevin Harvick sweeps at Michigan back-to-back Saturday and Sunday. Chase Elliott goes to victory lane at the first Daytona road course race, cup race. And uh, Denny Hamlin comes back and wins the first race at Dover. And Kevin Harvick won the second race at Dover. All right. So... Like I said, we have Daytona coming up here this week. Uh, here are the drivers who are locked into the playoffs right now. Kevin Harvick won the regular season championship. He doesn't even have to start this week. And he has... Let's see. Sorry about that. He's got seven wins. Danny Hamlin is second with six. Brad Keselowski has three. Uh, Joey Logano and Chase Elliott each have two. Uh, Martin Truex has one. Ryan Blaney has one. Alex Bowman has one. Austin Dillon and Cole Custer each have one as well. All right, so here are the guys that are locked in. Harvick, Hamlin, Keselowski, Truex Jr., Logano, Blaney, Elliott, 
Amarola, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, Alex Bowman, Austin Dillon, Cole Custer. Mathematically, Matt Benedetto is nine points out of falling out, I think is what it was. Hang on to me. Let me double check that. I think I'm on an old page here. Do, 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 do. Come on, Google, work. Aha. NASCAR. Anyway, so it's really up for grabs, it looks like, two spots. Why is it not updating that right? Anyway. Yeah, this is not right here. This is... This hasn't been updated. <laughs> oh, man. Bear with me, folks. This is why I should have saved things before it started. Anyway. Benedetto, nine points out of 16th. Or 17th, excuse me. Right now, Benedetto is 15th. William Byron is 16th. Jimmy Johnson is four points out of, from B- Byron for 16th. And nine points behind Benedetto. So Jimmy ended up picking up a lot of points this past weekend. Uh, William Byron needed a strong run on Sunday after his bad run on Saturday and got it. And Benedetto struggled. Here we go, here we go to Daytona. Okay, any of these guys? I'm going to run through a list of drivers here that if they win, they're in the playoffs. Eric Jones, no matter what, he wins, he punches his ticket. Tyler Reddick, same thing. Christopher Bell, Chris Buescher, Bubba Wallace, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Michael McDowell, Ryan Newman, who almost won the last restricted plate race at Daytona, uh, John Hunter Nemechek, Ty Dillon, Matt Kenseth, Corey LaJoy, Ryan Priest. You see what I'm going at? You see what I'm getting at here? Any of these guys can win. In fact, Eric Jones got his first win at Daytona. Uh Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has won here, this race. So, any of these guys can win. That being said, as you know, if you follow me, who I'm rooting for to get in that last spot would be Jimmy Johnson. Now look, I'm a Hendrick Motorsports guy first, but I really like Matt Benedetto. So, if you told me who would not make it, I would put Jimmy and then Matt in and let William Byron sit out a year. Because look, they just got their first top five of the year. So, uh, they're not going to be a threat. Not that Jimmy or Matt's going to be a threat either, but realistically, I mean, just, well, here's the other thing. Jimmy Johnson missed Indianapolis, the Brickyard 400, because of a COVID test that wasn't accurate, we'll say. And he would probably have nine points. So he would probably be ahead of Benedetto if he had run Indianapolis. So, and he may have gotten even stage points. So it's, you know, if he misses it, it's, you could point to that race and say, well, he would have probably been in, but we'll never know. And like I said, with Jimmy, I don't think Jimmy's going to get in and suddenly win eight. I mean, go on a run and win the championship. My main goal for Jimmy, I mean, my hope as a Jimmy Johnson fan is to see him win one more race and I thought Sunday at Dover that maybe that was going to be it. I look at this week as a really good chance. I look at Talladega as a really good chance. I look at the Roval as a really good chance. 
and I look at Bristol. Uh, those so there's really in Martinsville you could put in there, even though he hasn't run that well at Martinsville. So in these next eleven races in the last full season of Jimmy Johnson's Cup career, and Jimmy Johnson is the greatest NASCAR driver that ever lived, I believe. We can argue it, but Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty and Jeff Gordon didn't win their championships in a playoff format. This has been hard. Jimmy Johnson won five straight. And by the way, at the end of the year, I'm going to do a Jimmy Johnson tribute episode. But just right now, as a fan, I hope he gets in. And whatever happens, happens. But if you told me right now, hey, he's going to wreck on lap one at Daytona, but he's going to win at Talladega, sign me up. I would rather have a win at Talladega than get in the playoffs and get eliminated in the first round and be out of it. So my bold prediction is, though, that Jimmy will get in. And William Byron will get in. I believe they both will get in. And Matt Benedetto will be on the outside of the playoff bubble. That being said, I mean, by the playoffs, that being said, my bold prediction, the more I think about it, and I just, just because it's going to go on record, I'm going to say Jimmy gets in. I think he's going to score more points than Matt and William. But I think we're going to have a surprise winner. I think that it wouldn't shock me if Stenhouse wins. It wouldn't shock me if Bubba Wallace wins. It wouldn't shock me if Christopher Bell wins. It wouldn't shock me if Eric Jones or Tyler Reddick wins. Heck, Michael McDowell might win. But here's who I think. If I'm going to give a wild card for this week of who could win this race, I'm going for Ryan Newman. How amazing would it be, considering that we thought we lost Ryan Newman. I did a podcast about it at the beginning of the year. How awesome would it be? If he goes back to the track where he almost died, wins the race, and gets in the playoffs, that would be really cool. And it would be a really cool story. So, like I said, though, my, my gut tells me that Jimmy and William will get in. But I just I hope Jimmy gets in then the last spot. I don't really care. I mean, yeah, I'd like to see Matt in. Yeah, I'd like to see William in, but... I don't care. Just give me Jimmy, and that's all that matters. And then let it, it'll be what it is. I mean, then going forward, it is what it is. So, yeah. So, Saturday night, Coke Zero, Sugar 400. Ooh, can't wait. So, we have that race, and then let me run through the last 10 races of the season. The first round of the playoffs takes place at Darlington, Richmond, and Bristol. <laughs> there could be some temper slurring in that round. Then the next round, the round of 12, Las Vegas, Talladega, and the Roval. Talladega and the Roval in one uh, round. That's going to be amazing. Uh, round eight, the round of eight, we go to Kansas, Texas, and Martinsville. So Martinsville will end the regular season. Before the, I mean, not the regular season, will we'll, uh, be the... Race that decides who's the final four going into Phoenix. Not Homestead. It's been Homestead since 2002. But this is the first year where we're going to Phoenix for the finale. So, uh, first year since, I, I think it was always, I don't, don't, I don't want to say for sure. I don't think Phoenix has ever been the last race. I'm 99.9% sure. Just in case I'm forgetting one. Uh, so, yeah, then we end the season at Phoenix. I'm going to give predictions for these 10, 11 races. So my prediction for the Coke 600, the Coke 600, the Coke Zero Sugar 400 for this week is I'm going to pick 
Ryan Newman. All right, so you already knew that. The next week, first race of the playoffs, Darlington. Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin took care of business in the first race. I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott wins at Darlington. Next week at Richmond, Martin Truex Jr. wins at Richmond. Then we go to Bristol. You know who a guy who hasn't won lately? That's due. He hasn't won this year. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm picking Kyle Busch to win Bristol. Uh, the the uh, last race in the first round of the playoffs. So recapping. Chase Elliott at Darlington. Oops, sorry about that. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. at Richmond and Kyle Busch at Bristol. Then we go to Las Vegas. I think Brad Keselowski wins at Vegas. Talladega, I think that somebody that's not in the playoffs could win, and I'm going to pick Jimmy Johnson. Uh, The Roval. I'm going to go with... Hmm. The Roval. I'm going to go with a surprise, sort of. I'm going to go with Alex Bowman at the Roval. I don't know why. This has jumped in my head to pick Alex Bowman for the Roval. So, Keselowski at Las Vegas, Jimmy Johnson at Talladega, Alex Bowman at the Roval. If I missed, uh, if I said the wrong one, I meant to say Keselowski for Vegas. Sorry. Something went by the window, and I was trying to see what it was. I guess it was a bat. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, threw me. Uh, Kansas. I'm picking Joey Logano. So, yeah, if I said Joey at Vegas, I meant to say Kansas. So, Joey at Kansas. And Joey, if he's still in the... If he makes the round of eight, that will punch his ticket to Phoenix. Uh, at Texas, I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr. To win. And you know, there's two drivers that I have not mentioned. Kevin Harvey and Denny Hamlin. I think that uh, they're going to be a little bit more cautious. Lately, they've been able to throw stuff at it, and there's nothing to lose. They're just after bonus points. I think you'll see a little bit more conservative um race strategy going forward with those two because they want to get to Phoenix because they know they can both win that race. Uh, that being said, I picked Denny Hamlin to win at Martinsville. So, uh, And then at Phoenix, I believe the closer is going to take care of it. I think Kevin Harvick, my favorite driver along with Jimmy Johnson, will win the race and win the championship. So I predict the final four will be Denny, Kevin, Truex, Logano. Those are the four I'm taking. I think that's the right four I mentioned. Um, that one. The, one of those guys may win a race in that final round and have already been eliminated, so we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I'm picking Kevin Arbick to win. So I hope so. We'll see what happens. Uh, as closing, because I'm getting tired and uh, I'm probably stuttering and um, all over the place. And I didn't take the amount of notes that I meant to. But I did take notes here. And I'm going to go with the Silly Season report right now. We know that Eric Jones will not be back in the 20, and it was announced that Christopher Bell will be in the 20. So that leaves Eric Jones in the wind right now. Um, Could he be a candidate for the 48? Could he be a candidate for the 14? Could he be a candidate for the 42? Could he be a candidate for the 37? Could he be a candidate for the 21? Time will tell. 
here's the big scuttlebutt that I'm hearing right now. The 14 car. That's Tony Stewart's car. Tony Stewart's going to do what he wants to do. Haas, the Haas team sponsors that car in a lot of races. There's a driver that is very close with Tony Stewart. There's a driver who is a free agent who is not in NASCAR right now. Who's got a lot of talent, but would have a hard time finding sponsorship right now. And that's Kyle Larson. If you were living under a rock, Kyle Larson, back during the pandemic when they were doing some iRacing, used a racial slur. He wasn't directing it at anyone. But he wasn't calling anyone it, you know, like he wasn't calling the person that for because of that, you know, anyway. He said it, it was dumb. He lost his sponsors. He lost his ride. He's been tearing it up on the dirt tracks, though. And Tony Stewart's very close with Kyle Larson. So. I believe that if NASCAR reinstates Kyle Larson, that he will be in the 14 car. I believe if that deal falls through, I just don't think Clint Boyer is coming back. I think that they've expected more out of that car. And Amarola has run up front a lot this year. Cole Custer's a rookie, and he won a race. And then Kevin Harvick has dominated. So I think they expect more out of that 14 car. And I think Kyle Larson will be the driver. If not, put a wild card in for Chase Briscoe. Uh, as far as, like I said, the 20, we don't know what's going to happen with the 95. We don't know who's going to buy that. We don't know what manufacturer is going to be. So that's up in the air. Um, Matt Benedetto's contract is up at the end of the year. They have not announced anything yet. My bold prediction is that Austin Sendrick will be the driver of the 21 car next year. He may be your Xfinity Series champion. I think it'll be him or Briscoe. And then, uh, I could see both of them in the Cup Series. Like I said, I think it's more of a better chance for Sendrick, since his father works for Roger Penske, that he ends up in a Penske-related uh, car with the Wood Brothers. Uh, and that puts Benedetto as a free agent. And I believe that he's gotten a lot out of that equipment this year. I believe that they've been hurt by not being able to test, though, or practice. Uh I believe Matt should be in a really good car, and he's proven that when he's in good equipment that he can be really good. He proved in the 95 car at times when it wasn't great equipment that he could be really good. As a Jimmy Johnson fan, if you told me that Matt Benedetto was taking over the 48, I'd be thrilled. Uh, that would be a move that I would love to make. So I do believe Matt's going to be a free agent, and then we know the rumors are right now that Priest isn't going to be back in the 37 Corey LaJoy's name has been mentioned there, but I think you could also throw Clint Boyer and DiBenedetto as a candidate for their, for that ride. Uh, and then you got the 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 big, like I said, if it's not DiBenedetto in the 48, who gets the 48? I don't think Noah Gregson is ready for Cup Series. I didn't think William Byron was ready either, and they rushed him along. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe the rumors that they're going to switch to three teams. The rumor is that Alex Bowman's going to go in the 48 and they're going to do it with 88. Just don't see it. Um, you need that fourth car. Gibbs has got four cars. Penske's got four cars, really, when you think about it, three of their own and one satellite team. So I just can't see them doing away with the team. Now, I could be wrong, but I just I don't see it. Uh, the other thing they could do is they could get Clint Boyer for a year and then maybe Gregson's ready or then maybe somebody else that they have an eye on becomes a free agent and they land that driver. 
But the other big rumor is Bubba Wallace. Where's Bubba going to go? He's been he owns part of the forty three car supposedly already. Um, I think he's been offered more of part of the ownership of that. Uh, even though the forty two car has struggled at times, that is a good team, and that forty two team is better than the forty three team. The rumors are that he's got an offer from Chip Ganassi for the forty two. If I'm Bubba, I run. The team is just it's way better than the forty three. Yes, Chip Ganassi is known for being cheap, Ganassi, but Kurt Busch runs up front a lot. Kenseth has run up front at times, considering that how little time he's had in the car, really. Uh, and Larson was good. Larson w- was winning races, not that many before the pandemic, but he's a championship caliber driver. And I just feel like that if you have an opportunity to go to that car, you do it. So then what happens with the 43? Does Benedetto end up there? Does Boyer end up there? You know, there's just all these possibilities. All right, so in closing, we already know that Christopher Bell is going to the 20. So I'm going to give my bold predictions for the 48, 14, 42, 43, 21. All right, because I'm not going to do the 32 because we're not sure what's going to happen with that and the 95. So yeah, 48, 14, 42, 43, and 21. My bold prediction for Jimmy Johnson's replacement will be Eric Jones. Just my gut tells me that that's the kind of driver that they would go get. For the 14, my bold prediction is Kyle Larson. For the 42, I think if Bubba Wallace is offered the 42, he's got to take it. Then for the 43, I don't think Clint Boyer is done racing. So I think Clint Boyer goes to the 43. And then the 21, that would be Austin Cendrick. And then we have, could a guy like Chase Briscoe end up in one of these cars? We don't know. Um, Noah Gregson, like I said, for the 48, we don't know. What's going to happen with the 32 and the 95? I don't think Benedetto will end up back in the 95. Maybe Benedetto ends up in the 37. There's just a lot of, lot of, lot of uh, moving pieces there. But somebody's going to be without a ride more than likely. But, yeah, my prediction is Jones in the 48. Larson in the 14, Bubba Wallace in the 42, Clint Boyer to the 43, and Austin Cendrick to the 21. All right, so I've given you my playoff predictions. Sorry if I got a little discombobulated. I I guess it was a bat that flew by because it's too too dark probably to be a bird. Maybe it was an owl. I don't know, but it was kind of small. But it threw me off. So I predicted the 11 races left. I predicted who I think is going to win the championship. I predicted the silly seasons. Uh, went th- did a recap of who uh, has looked good. I mean, who's won the races and been dominant. Uh, the points and everything like that. Who I think is going to get in the final. Oh, excuse me, into the playoffs. And as far as the Xfinity and trucks go, look, I, I root for Chase Briscoe and I root for Ross Chastain in the trucks. I really like the Zane Smith in the, I mean the Xfinity. Uh, I really like Zane Smith in the trucks. I think he he might be your Truck Series champion. I think it's going to come down to Cendric and Briscoe for the Xfinity title. And um, yeah, I think Harvick and Hamlin. I think it comes down to them and Phoenix. And uh, can't wait to see how it goes. It's been a lot of fun, been a lot of entertainment. Uh, I just hope I can see Jimmy win one more race. That's that's my main goal. Um, 
that and seeing Harvick win the championship. And it's been a lot of fun seeing him win all these races. And I, I take pictures of me holding up numbers after I ran out of fingers on my hand to, to do it. But, uh, yeah, seven wins this year. He's been unbelievable. And, you know, 13 wins between him and Denny Hamlin has been, yeah, just domination. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to see what happens. So, uh, hey, thanks thanks so much for uh, tuning in to my NASCAR special. Uh, I will be back at the end of the year to recap the season, and we'll see what I got right and see what I got wrong. Um, in the meantime, hit me up on Twitter, at Jedi Drew Stapp, or Andrew Staples on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. Um, in closing, I'm glad I remembered this. Um, a few weeks ago, I... Uh, but it was actually before one of the races. Um, my friend Curtis messaged me and uh, asked me what channel the race was on. He was out and about, and when he got home, he wanted to sit down and watch it. Later that week, my friend Curtis died, and um, not of corona, not of a sickness. He he drowned, and um, he was in his late forties. He was a good dude, and he had my back at times when I needed it, and we talked a lot of sports, talked a lot of life. He told me I was his brother, and um, he was a good friend, and I uh, I miss him. I miss talking NASCAR with him, and when Chase Elliott won the uh, Daytona Road Course a couple weeks ago, that I just thought about him a lot, and uh, I want to dedicate this episode to him. Now, look. I don't know if anybody that knows him is going to listen to it, but uh, he was a really good friend to me, and I, I really appreciate him. I really appreciated him, and I, I miss him. And uh, yeah, I haven't had a whole lot of people to talk NASCAR with since he passed, and that we 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 weren't uh, we didn't talk every race or every day, but we talked a lot. And uh, he's a big Miami Dolphins fan, and I know he was excited about this season. So, Curtis, this one's for you, man, and. Uh, I know we'll see you some. I'll see you someday. So, thanks again for listening, and um, take care, and uh, be nice to each other. It's too short. You never know. You never know. Take care.